I'm Dana Healy, and you're listening to Cities Speak. Zickman, the city administrator of Moundsview, and he's here to shed some light on a new parking ordinance that will improve city services within the city of Moundsview. So let's put it into yeah. full gear. Oh. My apologies, but I, but I messed up. Okay. <laughs> oh, if we can start one more time. Okay. I was feeling real good about that. <laughs> We've always got blooper reels going. Yeah. I'm Dana Healy, and you're listening to Cities Speak. Welcome back to City Speaks. Today I'm speaking with Niall Zickman, the city administrator of Moundsview. Uh, city Administrator Zickman's here to shed some light on a new parking ordinance that will drastically improve uh, city services throughout the winter. So let's put it into full gear and talk about some parking. Welcome, Niall. Well, thank you. Looking forward to talking about this. So uh, the city of Moundsview has been really busy with updating city codes, statutes, ordinances. Let's get the basics for our viewers. What are the purpose of all of these city codes and ordinances? And what's the process the city goes through to update it? Well, a council does two things, really. They'll pass a resolution or they'll adopt an ordinance. An ordinance is a process of making local law. It's a lot more involved. And so you have a city code that, that is changed through the ordinance process. You have to have a first reading. You have to have a second reading. You have to publish notice of those meetings and those hearings that occur during those meetings. And then there's a waiting period after the second meeting and the publication, another 30 days where members of the public, you can come and comment. And so it's designed to be a very thorough process to give public lots of input, give lots of notice, that you know, we're going to change the law. They basically become local laws. And that's you hear about this local control. So we did, we spent over two years doing a comprehensive update to the entire code. It's over a thousand pages long. And it covers everything from you know, parking to how we run meetings, everything you can imagine. It's how the city is run. So pretty, pretty important document. So why is it important to, for the city to revisit these uh, codes and statutes uh, on a regular basis? Well, there's, there's a number of reasons. Laws change. Infrastructure changes. Climate changes. Your policy on how you want to do everything changes. And we actually have in our charter requirement to do a review every two years. Uh, it's you really need to do it ongoing. And so as we redid the code, we had an additional goal of getting it digital. And by going through it, then we were going to make it digital, which also makes it searchable. Searchable. It's such a comprehensive document. You, you literally had to go on our webpage and look through pages. Now you can go in and do a keyword search and it'll take you right to that section. 
So there was also that. And now when we do a code change, now it's live. Before you had to look at the old code and then look at any ordinances, we changed to amend it and say, oh, but now it's just always, it, I mean, it takes about 30 days to get it updated and live there. But it's just always good policy because it is your local law and you change it. So it's, I don't want to say cumbersome to change. You just have to follow the steps. And, and it, in my mind, it just makes sense to keep it updated on a regular basis. So that's our goal going forward. And this is part of it. As we did that comprehensive change, we looked at areas where we could improve city services. And this parking ordinance is one of them. So now you have a thousand pages that are are searchable right on the city of Moundsview website, correct? Yeah. That's incredible. What a heavy lift that the, the city was able to get that all digital and searchable and the transparency of, of that, I think, is a, a really uh, valuable piece for our residents. Yeah. Well, and also the developers, a lot of questions come in on zoning and code and the developers and the people that do that are familiar and they're always calling, you know, what's your current code? Now we can, you know, answer that question. It's actually an incredible uh, efficiency upgrade too, and the amount of time staff had to do. You know, this was a $22,000 investment on the legal company that then codifies is the word where they take all of our changes and put it all into, you know, legal format and then put it up on their server. And then we have a link to that. Uh, we're, we've already recovered that just in a year in staff time. We're, we're a small city with a levy cap and, you know, we're constantly, you know, just not behind the curve, but, uh, you know, always struggling to be timely in our responses. And the builders, developers, you'll love that. Most homeowners aren't as familiar and they'll still call and, all right, here's a section of code. But, yeah, the other, you know, the business industry, you know, now can just go there and see what it is. So very customer friendly to them. That's great. We love that. <laughs> so let's talk about the new parking ordinance. Uh, parking ordinance 974 was recently passed at a city council meeting. What is this parking ordinance about? Our parking ordinance has always been first and foremost about public safety on two levels. One is, you know, the council of many cities, you just don't want cars on the street in the night. They become targets of crime. And you say, well, they'll just go in the driveways. Well, for the most part, the criminals don't. If it's in the driveway, they feel there's whatever, they just don't. But we have more, you know, uh, thefts from cars, you know, when they're out on the street. So that was one. But the, uh, the bigger one is, you know, the snow removal. Uh, I had the chance to ride in our brand new plow truck two years ago when we delivered it. And, you know, I was 34 years in a fire truck. There is nothing comfortable about riding in a fire truck. But I can tell you in a plow operation, it's violent. I had no idea how violent it is. But you think about those blades on the ground. They're going 18 miles an hour. And you go to clear snow and you come up on a car that's parked on the street, you have to swerve. And most of our early snow plows are when you have temperature fluctuating. And so you have the snow and it's wet, it's slushy. You're familiar with it, Minnesota, you know what I'm talking about. And then that night it freezes. And now you have that ridge. It's nearly impossible to remove that ridge mechanically. Sands, you know, just incredible amount of behavior, uh, labor. You just have to wait till it gets warm. Well, sometimes it doesn't get warm. Now along 
with trying to clear, you've got that ice ridge. And the next time that plow comes along, it's even more violent. Uh, so keeping our, our streets clear in the winter is the major reason behind the park ordinance. Our city is like many, we keep it year round so people are in the habit of not parking on the street. We've expanded the hours from two to six to new, midnight to six. Because if we're going to plow, we're going to start at midnight. And so we, we want it clear. So that's the two major reasons are you just another crime deterrent. And then the bigger one, snow removal. So uh, when a snow plow hits one of those ice dams that you're talking about, uh, would, it, would damage happen to those plows as well? Two, two things happen when they hit that. One of two things happen. It can literally throw the truck. These are 18-ton trucks. Okay. I'm sorry, eight-ton trucks. It will throw that truck. And if they're plowing during live operations, you know, sometimes they're out there in the middle of the night at three, but other times you're there during rush hour. It can throw that truck over two, three feet. Well, another car could get hit or it'll throw it and then we'll do damage to the curb or mailbox. Do we break the plow? No. Do we break parts on the truck? Yeah, it's a vi it's violent. I can't tell you how violent. I was shocked at how violent it was. Just on a normal, we had the belly plow down and we had the wing. But you, you think about that amount of weight and you're bouncing on the road and the road is not smooth. The new road is, but they aren't new for very long. It's uh, a lot of forces going on. So yes, you do have damage. Then you take a plow out of operation because you got to go repair it. Now you're behind on your whole plow schedule. So we're talking about not uh, safety issues. We're also talking about improving services so we, people have clear roads, but uh, also uh, preventing damage on plows that would cost a lot of money for residents. Well, multiple reasons, absolutely. Yeah. Multiple reasons to do this. Absolutely. Um, so uh, what's the biggest difference about this ordinance per, uh, uh, compared to the old ordinance? There's two major changes. One is the time. We've moved it back to midnight. But the other real big one is we've now put into place an ability to declare a snow emergency. Absent that, under state law, we couldn't tow immediately. The towing policy right now in state law is you got to give people, first you have to observe it for 20 hours, then you got to mark it and, and give them 24 hours to move it. Well, even if it's two hours, the, the event's over. You know, the, you've lost your opportunity. So we will be able to tow immediately. If it's in the way, we will uh, put a ticket on it. We will call the tow company. We, we certainly aren't going to wait for the tow company. We'll finish the rubble. We'll be able to swing back and still clean up that spot. So that's a pretty major component of this. And to make it clear, we have no desire to tow anyone. It is our goal to have zero tows, okay? Because <laughs> A, it delays. So we have to write the ticket. We have to call the tow company. And B, people are going to call us and they're not going to be happy. They're going to have to pay to get their car back. We don't want to tow. So we're doing everything we can. Uh, you know, we're working with you on this you know, um, media, we're working on infographic. We'll be out blanketing cars that are illegally parked starting in November, saying, you know, this is what's going to happen. You need to get your car off the street. So we're going to do everything we can to educate the public. Don't park overnight. But if it's a snow emergency, uh, and that's, there's discretion on that. It's a combination of the weight of the snow, the length of the uh, storm predicted, 
uh, you know, the moisture content on what we declare as a snow emergency. Uh, in short, if we need to clear the streets, we're going to declare a snow emergency. So just so our um, residents know, a snow emergency is uh, two or more inches of snow, correct? It, it's a combination. It'll be, you know, that amount probably, but it's also the water content and then what the weather's going to do afterwards. You know, if we drop temperature and we get to that freezing rain, you know, or that freezing temperature, that then, if you lose the street, as you know, you've been in Minnesota, you lose the street until you get extended warm weather. So we don't want to lose the street. And then we get complaints on, you know, the ruts and stuff. And it's like, <laughs> our goal is to keep this, the streets safe and, and passable and drivable. So is there anything else that you want to update uh, Mountain View residents on, Niall, whether it's uh, parking ordinance related, winter related? Well, there's one more big component uh, that residents need to know, and we'll have this out. We've been pushing it out. It'll be in our Mousy Matter. You can sign up for alerts. You can get them via email or text. You go to our website and, and sign up for alerts. You can get alerts on development. You can get alerts on, you know, I think crime reports. You'll be able to sign up alerts for snow emergencies. So you will get a text. You will get an email when we issue one. So go to our webpage and go to the alerts. And I think there's six or seven different categories you can sign up for. This would be a great one to sign up for if you're one of those people that have to or occasionally park on the street. And you know, we do recommend some people forget they go and park it and then they're watching TV and they go to bed. So you'll get an alert. You probably want to move your car. So yes, I'd like to share that. That's great. That's uh, that you have so much proactive communication to educate everybody on what's going on. So thank you so much for your time, Niall. We always appreciate you coming by and uh, letting us know what's going on with Moundsview. You bet. Looking forward to the next time. Take care. And to our viewers at home, if you've enjoyed this content, follow us on social media and consider signing up for our weekly e-blast so you never miss a quality video from Nine North. You've been listening to City Speak. If you've enjoyed this show, please like, comment, and share on social at Nine North Media. I would have had to use a different option.